0: Scripturing this morning we have two. The first one comes from Proverbs chapter 8 verses 1 through 4 and then 13 through 31 or 22 through 31. Does not wisdom call and does not understanding raise her voice on the heights beside the way at the crossroads she takes her stand beside the gates in front of the town at the entrance the portals she cries out To you, O people, I call, and my cry is to all that live. The Lord created me at the beginning of His work, the first of His acts of long ago. Ages ago, I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there was no depth, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. When he had not yet made earth and fields or the world's first bits of soil. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep. When he made firm the skies above. When he established the fountains of the deep. When he assigned to the sea its limits so that the waters might not transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth. When I was beside him like master worker. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the human race. I still have many things to say to you, but I cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak to his own, but will speak whatever he hears. He will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will not take his mind, what is mine, and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. And those last four verses, verses were from the Gospel of John. <clears throat> Good morning, church. Good, you all are awake out there uh we uh, want to thank everyone for choosing to worship with us today whether we're in person or online uh, everyone is members of Good Shepherd United Methodist family if it's your first time with us welcome to the family we uh, want to uh, want you to comment in the section on your on your live feed we want you to offer your prayer request and if you're here in the house we want you to just shout it out whatever you need for us to know we love hearing from you and that's probably going to trip me at some point here Um, But we love hearing for you. And I'm Pastor Regina, for those of you who may not know. And and we want to thank you for spending time with us this morning. Today is Trinity Sunday. It's the day we celebrate our belief in a triune God who manifests God's self to us in whatever way we need at the time to recognize God's presence and to build a relationship with God. The Trinity is a theological concept developed by a, third, by a third century early father named Tertullian. It's a concept with which the church has, has wrestled with from its very beginning. It's a, it's a perfect rhythm and divine harmony essential to our understanding of how faith plays out in our daily lives as we connect with our Creator it's a truth and wisdom, a connection encompassed in one being that that speaks to many in ways that at times is just incomprehensible. Have you ever needed to explain something to someone? Uh, the concept seems so simple to you, but when you begin to explain it, it to others it sounds a bit bizarre or or maybe when you explain this the, the simplicity that you understand is really a bit far-fetched that's uh, that's kind of what it's like as a pastor when you start trying to explain the impact and the significance of the trinity to our faith especially if you're trying if you're new to the faith or or if if it you're trying to explain it to an unbeliever or even to a child the trinitarian concept is so simple yet it's so complex we really can't fully understand it until we've experienced all three manifestations of our one God for ourself. But even then, it's still difficult to explain how this experience, how we experience it, and why we experience this triune God that we believe in. Now we have various mnemonics that and rubrics that help to explain the trinity. Y'all can probably name those for me. The first or one of them being like water. It's it's both it's all liquid and it's it's gas and it's solid, but all of its matter is still H2O. Another explanation of the of, is a shamrock where we have three distinct leaves, but it remains in that same plant. Or maybe even the egg, where we have the yolk and the and the shell and the albumin. And for those of you that are here living in the south, that's just the white part of the egg. And uh, but the the thing about all these analogies is that they break down at some point, and they fail to totally explain the concept of the Trinity. We need each manifestation of this triune God, the Creator and Redeemer and Sustainer, at different times in our faith journey. But we always must keep in mind that God is not divided into three parts. God is one God who relates to humanity in various ways. Are you beginning to see the confusing part here? It does get a little confusing. But however we we understand this trinity... One of the virtues that we inherit from these manifestations of God is wisdom. So, what does, what does wisdom have to teach us about our triune God? Our scripture reading today from Proverbs uh, wisdom becomes personified. Wisdom is a creation from God. It was created long ago, according to this passage, it was created even before earth itself. Wisdom participated in God's handiwork and rejoiced in God before the onset of the world. Wisdom not only rejoiced in God, but also shared in God's delight for humanity. Through this passage about wisdom, we see the relational nature of God being revealed to us. The unifying thread of this wise relational nature of God shows from the very beginning that God with wisdom is is a playmate and a master worker who created, molded, shaped, illuminated, and delighted in the created order. As this vision of wisdom and God emerges, we don't really see a developing trinity, but we see that relational quality of God that we see in the inner working of the trinity. We see God as a team player and not as a lone ranger. Wisdom in is, is God, God is a way of life that God intends for God's creation. A life of community and connection. A life of guidance and, and shaping by a God who offers constant contact even in perceived absence. It is in wisdom's cry that God reaches toward us, speaks to us, and connects us and sustains us. So what does this portrait of a tri- tri- relational triune God mean for our lives as disciples of Christ? Disciples of Christ cannot operate in solitude. If we, were created of the image of, if we are created in the image of God, and we are, then we are created to be in relationship with God and with those God created. Relationship cannot happen if we isolate ourselves from others who are walking this same road of faith. Spiritual formation and and growth don't happen alone, but alongside other believers who challenge us to be, uh, who challenge our perspective and our thinking. Not to change that thinking, but to broaden our understanding and deepen our belief and conviction. As United, sure, as United Methodists gather uh, for Middle and West Tennessee and parts of Western Kentucky this, for this annual, next, annual conference this next week, we will historically gather for the first time as two emerging annual conferences to form the Tennessee-Western Kentucky Conference. We'll be individuals with different perspectives, passions, and desires coming together not with the intent to change anyone, but to work together. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, we will honor and respect each other as beloved children of God, working to find ways to live alongside each other despite our differences in order to main the church that we all love. Unity doesn't always mean that we're going to agree, but it happens as perspectives focus on many things that we have in common rather than on the few things that divide us. Living together in community with others makes the whole stronger. I read something once that said, no matter how one we think we might be, we are always more because of our call to live, to be, and to grow in community. It's a relational nature of our triune God that brings together individuals created in the image of this triune God that will demonstrate that we are all created for relationship with God and with each other. This concept is true of the connectional church as well as local congregations. If we are to be true disciples of Christ, then we cannot isolate ourselves in our study of God's Word or in our actions toward and with others as we seek to carry out God's mission. All followers of Christ should live out their faith from the vows of our baptism to renounce sin to seek justice, to resist evil and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. Each of us, as individuals, are connected to one another despite being from different backgrounds, families, perspectives, and expressions of faith. We are all connected through our faith, but more importantly, through a triune God who is Father, Son, and Spirit. There's beauty in this relational dynamic. In our scripture reading from John this morning, we heard the statement from Jesus saying, All that the Father has is mine. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are beautifully entangled in a relational dance that portrays a divine mystery being expressed as simple relationship, reminding us that God's very nature is communitarian. This relational dynamic is the truth of the Trinity that is found in the wisdom being passed between Father, Spirit, and Son. Much like a loving parent passes along instructions to a caregiver of a child in their absence. In these few short verses that are read in John, we go from instruction to promise. A promise of more to come. A promise that Jesus can reach through the Holy Spirit that will come. A promise of presence of truth found in this Spirit. The same Spirit that is and speaks through Jesus. The Spirit that is the Father. That same Spirit that will speak in the future. That Spirit that lives within us as we are in relationship with God. The Spirit is a reminder that we are not alone. It's more than a comforting presence. It's our connection to God. The Spirit is our truth. The truth of what is and what will be. The truth about the kingdom of God. The truth about living in community. The truth about reconciliation and forgiveness, grace and judgment. This Spirit of truth provides guidance. It gives us wisdom for this journey that we call life. So too is our our beloved United Methodist Church relationally connected. Even with its brokenness and future uncertainties, we are connected in ways that, that are difficult to explain but easy to understand as we experience the common truths that bind us together. There is more that holds us together than separates us from our common purpose to love God and love our neighbor. As we enter into a time when various voices will be competing for our allegiance as a denomination, may we remember that a uniting God calls us to love above all else. This connectional God that brings a diverse humanity together out of love binds us together through a connection of truth, wisdom, and love found in this example of the Trinity too often in our world today we celebrate our individual orientation and and glory, glorify those personal agency and individual sovereignty we make everything about me first but we all have we have smart TVs in every room of our house we have individual handheld devices that connect us to a world and and communicate our own beliefs and desires as if they have become the majority thought we have spent the last 2 years isolated and disconnected this way of thinking and acting and and living challenges the very nature of God because God created us for relationship to be in relationship as individuals, as a church as a denomination within this world that God created we cannot separate who we are from who we are called to be no matter how hard we try and some of us have tried really hard but God created in God's relational image, all of us here today. If God at once individual and communal, one God in three forms, then we too are called to be the mirror of this image in our own lives and in the lives of our church. One person, one Christian community who reaches the world in different ways, however the world needs to be reached as individuals or as a local congregation. We cannot operate in isolation from other faith communities, but in partnership with other communities of faith to be the best witness of Christ that we can be together in our community. We must be a community of faith who not only talks about God's love, but who demonstrates God's love through acceptance, opportunities for spiritual growth, and mentored leadership opportunities. The mission of God is as relational as anything else. Without building relationship with those we seek to help, we are simply throwing bread out to a hungry crowd and not caring about teaching them how to sustain their full bellies. The relational inheritance we receive from God is the bedrock of our faith. It is the key concept that bridges our faith with our actions. So how are we as Good Shepherd United Methodist Church being called to share our faith as we build relationships beyond our community of faith? How are we answering the call to, to, the, to be the community of connection to a hurting world that glorifies God through our actions? I'm not going to give you answers to that this morning. I'm going to challenge you to seek those answers. So in order to, to find those answers, we've got to ask ourselves some questions. We're in our own lives Have we recognized that we are more than an individual? We are not in this life alone. We are all part of something bigger than ourselves. When we work, play, study, and worship together, we can do much more than we can do alone. Ponder that this week and and ponder finding the answers to how you are connected to the greater whole. Where in life is our congregation? Have we seen the relational nature of God at work? Because we are not alone, we do not work in isolation as followers of Christ. We must look around in order to recognize how God is working in the life of our congregation in the past, in the present, and in the future. Ponder that this week as as in which you see God's relational nature at work at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. What would it look like if we embraced our relationality to the fullest extent? Embracing our relationality will mean stepping out in faith, looking beyond what we think we see, and trusting that God is walking alongside us. Ponder that this week and and the ways that this question can be answered. How would our society shift for the better if all of us lived into the relational dynamic of our triune God? The relational nature of our triune God demonstrates a wonderful way for for us to live as Christians in this world. If we step out in faith, living by the examples of Jesus Christ to love unconditionally and act compassionately, we can change the world from an isolated, uncaring, scary place that it's becoming to the world that God created it to be. Given recent events in our country and and daily reports of increased violent acts toward our neighbors, it is our Christian responsibility to show the world a better way to act, react, and counteract the cultural spirit of evil that is prevalent. The relational focus of the Christian faith community stands as an example of a triune God that we serve. We are many individuals In one place, coming together to spread good news of Jesus Christ in our own unique ways. Change won't happen overnight, nor will it happen without intentional effort. But if we embrace and practice the relational and communal nature of our triune God, we will begin to inherit the wisdom of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. As the truth of each manifest itself in our lives on our faith journey. God is one. God is three. God is individual. God is communal. God is relational. This is the good news.
1: It's who I am.
0: trying God. We love you. Go with us now as, as we leave this place that we may know we are loved and share that love with others. Amen.